to always get the latest Game Tea, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at The Game Tea Podcast. We post frequently, giving you podcast updates, posting gaming news, and the occasional meme. Check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm zach and i'm czar okay so for the segment this week uh it's been a while since we've just talked about the games that we were playing you got a sense of the backlog a few like a month ago when we did tales from the backlog but recently a game came out that czar zach and i were all three interested in the same time and i don't know if you noticed boys that doesn't happen a lot No, not a lot. And there was something for each of us. And it caused us to backlog everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this took precedent over everything. I'm really good at backlogging, guys. (laughs) It's like a hobby of mine. (laughs) I took it as a competition. (laughs) Mine's getting huge. And overwhelming. (laughs) Huge. My backlog is huge. Anyway. (laughs) So we are all currently playing the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And now this is very interesting because each of us started playing a different game within the bundle. And that's not out of like, that's just because the three of us have like sentimental feelings towards like different games. Like it's crazy how coincidentally this worked out where like Zar really liked 64, Zach was really about Galaxy and I love Super Mario Sunshine. It just, the way this worked out was perfect. Oh, absolutely. And so with that, we are going to dive in a little bit of our, our thoughts so far and kind of how we feel about the game and just get all up into the good nostalgic feels. I can't wait. Zach, can you wait? Let's do this. (laughs) Damn, good energy, Zach. Yeah, coffee. (laughs) You know, you drink four cups, you can talk to electricity. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What happens if you drink five? (laughs) You would transcend time. All right, so we're going to start this off with, uh, let's start with the oldest person here first. That's you, Zar, you old balls. <laughs> yeah, Zar, you suck. <laughs> I have the most fond memories of Super Mario 64 on the Nintendo 64 because it was like the second game I ever got, ever owned. Like, per- like period? Of all like time. The sec- wow. Yeah, like period. The first was Pokemon Stadium, and the second was Super Mario 64, closely followed by Ocarina of Time. I was all about the N64. Great and I'm happy to say that I, I can play uh, Super Mario 64 without blistering my thumbs. Because <laughs> holy crap, that N64 joystick was revolutionary, but it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a pretty good point. And this game, oh my God, it is as frustrating and precise as I remember. I forgot how freaking clunky Mario can be, especially when, for example, you're on tall mountain or like tall tower or something, and you're jumping from mushroom to mushroom and the mushrooms are only the size of Mario and Mario has momentum when he jumps. <laughs> Yahoo! So you fall right off. Yippee! <laughs> um, but I, I thought the game was really amazing. It was really cool to see it 
in its old graphical glory with the nostalgia and it was really polished and I did feel as though the controls were a little more polished as well. Mm -hmm. The running jumping mechanics weren't near as frustrating and you wouldn't, you would try to do a side flip kick off a wall and Mario wouldn't jump behind him and fall to his death. Oh, isn't that so frustrating? I only had one moment where I think I was like ground pounding some stake into the ground and all of a sudden Mario just like took a left turn and jumped off the map. I didn't even I didn't even have hands on the controller. (laughs) So long. As far as my expectations went, um, I expected the galaxy treatment like you guys had mentioned previously, the uh, Crash Bandicoot treatment where everything was updated, at least like a side by side comparison where you could go back and forth. Right. But, you know, they they left it in its original glory, just a little polished, which is okay, especially because within the bundle, they included the entire soundtrack to each of the three games, which is a nice little boost. Yeah, that was a cool feature. Um, But, oh, the nostalgia going in. Just every time Peach makes a cake, something goes bad. (laughs) Like the bitch is rich. Order out. Come on. Yeah, right. The first scene when Mario jumps out of the warp pipe and you just see all of the 3D glory, I just felt like my 10-year-old self holding a switch. And it was it was incredible going from uh, world to world. In fact, the day before my wedding, we were all holed up in my hotel room playing Super Mario 64. <laughs> Yeah, we were the whole wedding party. We were drinking shitty whiskey, watching, dude, uh, watching you play 64. It's funny you mentioned that uh, thing with sunshine earlier. We're like, oh, I can know with how to get this shine sprite because you were doing the exact same thing with the stars. And I'm like, how the fuck does he remember where everything is? Yeah, you know, I can't remember anything useful, but 10 year old me comes right in handy when I'm playing an old game. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. I did actually beat 64 recently, sent you guys the picture. Um, Mm -hmm. And I only got 90 stars out of the 120 because, oh, it is so frustrating. And those 100 coin stars are fucking impossible. They're just not like, it's so stupid. I hate those. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And um, I did notice that some of the levels that I, I thought were immensely difficult before weren't as difficult. Like I beat the undersea level to its entirety, got all hundred coins, got all six stars. Hmm. But then I went back and played like tiny, huge land. And I didn't even get one star in that (laughs) level. You just said, fuck this, huh? I did. No, it was, it was, oh, I could not remember how to do that level. And as an added bonus, I found a world that I did not know existed as a kid. It is the last course in the game and it is like rainbow cloud or something, rainbow circuit. And it is, it. if you guys remember Super Smash Bros. Melee, that mm-hmm. moving course where you ride on the pirate ship and then you jump from rainbow to rainbow. That's had, the stage? Yeah, I had no idea that that came from Super Mario 64. I thought that was just a Smash Bros. world. Wow. Yeah. Zach, did you know that was there? Oh, yeah. Guys, I'm a big Oh, old. I'm sorry. We're just too much of scrubs for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it definitely not how uh, Sakurai and I envisioned it, but hey, it's still there. <laughs> um, so we talked about the gameplay. Did that sound 
not just bring you back, just that. Well, what's the one I literally can never get out of my head once you go down like the little secret like slide, you know what I'm talking about? Like in the princess oh, room? Yeah, when it's like do 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 Yeah, that. I, I loved it. Oh, the music just brought me back to my childhood. It is all of the same songs in higher resolution. Oh, and yeah, awesome. just flawless. And like I mentioned before, all of the soundtrack is available within the game in an extra tab. And so I honestly, to fall asleep one night, I listened to the Super Mario 64 soundtrack. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, but I mean, it brings you comfort, though. Like, just kind of that, like, warm nostalgia feeling. It's like, oh, I love it. I love oh, it so much. Yeah. It was amazing. Everything about this game was well-polished. And, I mean, aside from no boost in graphics, which, I mean, I guess they kind of already did with uh, Super Mario uh, 3D or something. You, whatever. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. After beating the game, I am totally okay with this nostalgia and kind of feel like Mario 64 should be left alone and not updated because of all of its glory. That's what I was thinking, too. It's like I see I see the arguments going both ways of like giving the Super Mario uh, 3D All-Stars collection kind of the insane trilogy treatment where everything gets polished up and like redone and looks really good. But I also think there's magic to be had in just leaving these games the way that they were. Well, the point of this uh, game collection, in my mind at least, is it's a testament to time just seeing where 3D Mario has gone from start to finish. Right. And I, I think that it was incredibly brilliant and a great tactic for this anniversary collection. I don't think they could have done it any better. God, this is making me so happy. <laughs> I know, right? This is this has made me my whole week playing these games, guys. I've been so happy lately. Same. So, uh, Zar, the original Metacritic score for Super Mario 64 is a 90. For Metascore, the user score is 9.2. Mm. Did you change that at all? Or are you, you're pretty confident that's where this game stands? I am completely confident that that's where this game stands. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a perfect score, just because some of the game mechanics are a little wonky. Mario's really clunky. And that camera angle. Oh, me and cool. that camera angle have had some some very bad times together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But absolutely, this game should stand where its Metacritic score was. Well, right on. It wasn't lost to time. It really wasn't. All right. With that being said, JP, yours is next. Yay! Which I'm curious because I still I, I think I started Sunshine and that's it. Like it's on my to do list. <laughs> you didn't you didn't play Galaxy? No, I'm still playing Galaxy. Oh, all right. So what am I thinking of the game so far? Super Mario Sunshine. So I got the GameCube when it first came out. It was it wasn't my first console, but it was the first one that I really had fond memories of, if that makes sense. Like I got a PlayStation 2 before I got the GameCube. But I definitely spent a lot more time on my GameCube because the games just appealed to me on a deeper level. And whether that was Wind Waker or like I had the Spider-Man 2 game, but Sunshine always stuck out in my mind as like the best experience I had with gaming on the GameCube. The colors popped, the characters were fun, the worlds were beautiful and creative, and the whole gimmick of having Flood, which is like the hose on Mario's back to spray down everything. Although it, 
you know, didn't get received very well at first by people who saw the games like, what the heck is this? You know, this is the game that's supposed to follow up Super Mario 64. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And so am I even... supposed to beat Bowser with a squirt gun? <laughs> you can wait. Bowser breathes fire and fire does not like water. <laughs> Thank you, Pokemon. But Zar, you even met, you texted Zach and I like, oh my God, I forgot how much fun Sunshine is. Oh yeah, no, it really is. The jumping mechanics, the running mechanics, all of it put together, it just reminds me of how flawless it was on launch. And that's exactly what I thought too. So I've beaten the game. Um, I have, I didn't go as far as Czar. Right now I have like 75 of the 120 Shine Sprites. And to be honest, I'm probably going to leave it at that because I do want to get on to Galaxy. Um, but holy crap, I had so much fun replaying this game. First of all, as far as giving it the polish for this collection goes, we were talking about how the cutscenes actually kind of look like Garbo. Yeah, they do. They look like straight up GameCube graphics, which was funny because... The cutscenes were what made this game beautiful when it came out. Like everybody loved that well-polished 3D Mario cutscene. And now you're just kind of like, skip the cutscene. I want to see the pretty again. Yeah, they don't they don't hold up well. Um, but they did make the they turned tuned up the graphics a little bit. And I mean, what can I say about Mario games? It's just the way they use color the way everything pops it's just it's so iconic so when you first jump into sunshine that's the first thing you notice is how bright and fun everything is and how colorful it is and the second i heard the super mario sunshine i'm like oh my god i just got swept up i'm a seven-year-old kid again what i noticed from the graphics especially is the heat lines they really did those well. So like you look out on a beach or you just kind of look ahead of you, it looks hot. Like the ground looks very, I, I think the only word for it is heat waves because it looks like the screen is moving a little bit just in the sunshine heat. I think really GameCube used sunshine because they wanted to show how great they were with water graphics at the time because that water looks really, really good too. Um, the nostalgia. I mean, the first thing I did when I got to the world was I started, I don't know what the name of the inhabitants of the island are, the big, the fat people with the colorful demeanors and noses. They're very friendly. But the first thing I did was I went to go jump on their head a few times because I remember that they make funny sounds when you do that. <laughs> and I did that for five minutes. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is as great as I remember. Um, so you start going into the worlds and the worlds haven't changed at all. My favorite world was always the harbor. That's where the squid is. Like you can do the squid writing, writing uh, mini games and get the red coins and you beat the squid a couple times. And the first Yoshi mission you have is in that world. And oh my God, the minute the sound hit me, because sound, in my opinion, is really what makes this game amazing. So like hearing, I think it's like Rico Harbor is the name of the level, but yeah. that that was the level where I have the most uh, remembrance of what the music was like. And oh my God, the score, the way it holds up now, guys, it, it holds up well. It triggered that emotion right away. I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. Those Ricos really remind me of Tom Nook. Oh, Tom Nook. <laughs> Damn you, Nook. Um, the sounds, uh, nothing. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary here. You know, Mario with these yahoos and yippies. 
But the sounds that like the inhabitants of the islands and the enemies make now, that's really what brings the world to life even more, in my opinion. Um, especially the inhabitants. Like, I'm kicking myself because I can't remember what the people are called, but like the funny sounds they make and like when you talk with them, they're funny gibberish. I love it all. And finally, gameplay wise, I forgot how, you know, especially relatively after playing 64 with Czar, the gameplay for Super Mario Sunshine was really polished, actually, and really, really holds up well. I don't know if you noticed that going from 64 to Sunshine. Oh, I absolutely did. Uh, Mario has a lot less momentum. He's more sturdy on his feet and you can just uh, zip back and forth, do side flips flawlessly. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought is you can do like more complicated movements with a lot more ease because the controls are a lot more precise. And I love it that way. And furthering that testament to time, like with 64 as a comparison to sunshine, wall jumping is nearly impossible because you have no indication that Mario is ready to jump off the wall in 64. You just got to guess and hope that Mario does his backflip. I read that as get good. Get Get good. good. Get good. And in sunshine, Mario actually slides down the wall like he hugs the wall. Huh. And I I thought that was a really cool improvement to wall wall jumping. Because honestly, as a kid, I don't remember too much wall jumping in 64. But as playing it as an adult, it was very crucial to getting all of the stars. Well, for even in Sunshine, um, there are some levels where learning how to do those more complicated jumps and then like wall jumps to kind of go with them. And even using Flood after that to hover around is actually essential to actually beating the level. Oh, yeah. And with the help of Flood, it just makes it really seamless and flawless. And when you hit those secret of such and such cave, you really notice how limited Mario is without flood technology. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, there's two more points I want to bring up. And that's the first of all, with flood. um, So you've got a couple of nozzle attachments for flood. Um, But something I really like about sunshine is for the most part, you get all the tools you need right away. You know, You have Flood with the spray water and the hover ability, and then you have Mario and his jumps. And besides that, you've got two different nozzles that A, either makes you shoot up in the air really high, or B, makes you move really fast, but they're hardly essential. Um, And I kind of like it that way. I kind of like that you're given all the tools you really need at the beginning, and there's only a couple exceptions for that. It really gives you the freedom to be able to choose where you want to go next and what shine sprites you actually want to acquire. I really, really like the freedom that this game gives you. And that's not exclusive to Sunshine by any means, but I think it is worth noting. Oh, yeah. And I have just one big Uh, thing that I noticed between 64 and Sunshine as far as like game mechanics go in in relation to you saying about the shine sprites. Yeah, what's that? Circling back a little bit when we were bitching about collecting 100 coins for stars. (laughs) Yeah. In 64, if you collect the 100 coins, get the star, the level continues and like you can go still get the star you were going after. What I oh, noticed, even if you get a different star. Yeah, even if you get a different star. What I noticed ah. in Sunshine, once you collect those 100 coins, the level is over. And any progress you made in that level towards the Shine Sprite that you were trying to get, you have to start over. And I was just kind of thinking, why did they do that? 
I loved that seamless transition in 64 where you could continue your progress. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know why they do that. That is a little annoying. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, from the second I opened up Sunshine, of course, it was the very first game I went to of the three. It was nothing but pure bliss because it just made me feel warm and happy and nostalgic. And more than anything, I love that my nostalgia was well-founded. I like that the game actually holds up by today's standards. It's still a good game. You know, I didn't just remember it fondly. It actually was a good game. And I think that's important to know. Um, I see Zach here. Uh, Zach put down my Metacritic score for Super Mario Sunshine. Um, 92. I got the lowest out of all three of them, JP. And that's not surprising to me because, like I said, um, Super Mario Sunshine was kind of received weirdly at first. It was supposed it was what was supposed to follow up one of the greatest 3D platformers ever created. One of the most influential 3D platformers ever created. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I think people saw the gimmicks here and they got turned off almost immediately. But if you play Super Mario Sunshine, from the moment you open it up, you see this charm and this wonderful world that is all its own. And it's just amazing. So I think a 92 is very well deserved. I think the argument saying that Flood is a gimmick is a little unwarranted because really Super Mario Sunshine was a bigger introduction to a character that we had just met previously, Professor E. Gad, mm-hmm. the, the scientist who gave Luigi his special ghost vacuum. Yep. All of the technology that is used uh, from Shadow Mario and regular Mario was made by Professor E. Gad. And so I think that the gimmick really was just an introduction. And I, I thought that was really cool because E. Gad is still pretty prominent in the Mario universe. He really is. That's absolutely right. So 92, um, well-earned. I think it still holds up. Um, great score, great game. Zach, why don't you tell us about uh, Super Mario Galaxy? I would be honored. You know why I'd be honored? Because we were going to do a game versus game versus game for this. But we all knew that Galaxy was going to win. Yeah, okay, bud. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you while I can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I thinking of the game so far? I think I don't want to spend too much time on it because they hit the nail on the head. Like, this is a game that you go back and once you play, you just smile. Like, it's just so much fun to play. Um, I will say, though, like this game with that, just all they did was upscale these games. Like there's no like work putting like the, like the insane trilogy like we've talked about. They just upscale it. This game feels like it could have released like last year. This game just looks so good. It plays so well. The level design is so thought out. And it does help that it didn't release on the N64, which had to be the originator of 3D gaming. It does help that it wasn't as divisive as Sunshine with the flood mechanic which I'm in the same boat as Zara and JP. I don't think it's a gimmick. I thought it was just a fun way to play. Um, but I do think that when they have that that bliss of just focusing on let's make these levels as fun as possible, that that is what made it age so well and have that. I really think Galaxy is a timeless game. I really do. And so just playing it has just been awesome. I'm like shooting for the high scores. I'm getting all the star bits. Did you guys like the Wii? Like, 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 the motion control outside of like, you know, let's say uh, the Wii Sports. 
I actually did. I enjoyed the motion controls very much so. I think it added a lot of interesting mechanics to a lot of games. I know that's not how you feel. Yeah. Zoro, what about you? I, I really did like it, but I also thought it was a little annoying having to like shake my controller to pick up all the star bits around me and stuff. But it was really cool how it introduced a multiplayer setting to it, at least very primitive multiplayer setting where you could have somebody sitting next to you and picking up all the star bits for you. Yeah, I absolutely hated it. Um, I liked it for the first year. Like I was like, oh, this is so cool. But then I was like, I want to have my controller back. I miss my Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it, man. And so I I kind of like fell in love with this game. I never finished it originally on the Wii. I bought it, played it. I was like, this is cool. Like galaxy theme like levels are some of my favorite. Like that's probably my favorite theme of all time. Like I love that sci-fi atmosphere and all that good stuff. And so I was like, all right, one day I want to go back to Galaxy. And so I'm glad that this collection came out because I finally got to enjoy Galaxy without the forced motion controls. And I really think that the um, the touch screen really trivializes trivializes some of the, the use, used to be port, pointing controls. Like you would just, you just click the stars now to like do like the little touch star sections. Right. And you can just grab the star bits by touching the screen. I absolutely love playing this game handheld because of that. So I can focus more on the platforming and less on, in my opinion, the gimmicky part of the game. Um, and so, yeah, I think this game is better than I remember it. Just because the simple upscale, I feel like this game is like, it could have just been released last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, you guys know this is the first... Oh, Zara, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, and, and continuing that, you had made a point previously that Galaxy is far different from 64 and Sunshine, whereas 64 and Sunshine were basically direct ports. Because Galaxy was on the Wii, they had to build this from the ground up. Hmm. Yeah, and I really think it paid off because I am just having the time of my life. This feels like my perfect Mario game, um, which is great to say because there's so many good Mario games. Like all three of these games are great. You can make a case for either one of them. Um, But I feel like this game is the most... What do you call that? The most perfected? Not to say the other two aren't great and perfect in their own right, but this one just feels like it, it knows exactly what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. And it is a pure platforming bliss. Uh, crazy time. So as far as gameplay goes, I think it's even better than the original because of not the non-force um, motion controls, I guess what I'll say. And then the sound. Guys, this is the first fully orchestrated Mario game. And like you said, just with that upscale and sound quality, Guys, this game sounds amazing. It's it's fabulous. JP, what did you did you get to play Galaxy yet? Nope. I'm literally probably gonna open it up as soon as we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, once you hear that <laughs> soundtrack, you're gonna go boom bada bing. I'm in Happy Town, man. It's good stuff. Dude, nothing gets me going more than a good soundtrack. For reference, 64 soundtrack on the extra tab is like 48 minutes long. Sunshines is like an hour and 12 minutes. Galaxy is like two hours and 30 minutes of soundtrack. Not it's bad. got bangers, boys. Bangers. bangers. Uh, so yeah, just except for the observatory music. Sometimes like the past like two days, like I'll be playing Galaxy before I go to bed and I'm like, I just listen to the music to kind of calm me down. Like you just, it's like a little Beethoven before you go to bed. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's good stuff. Aww. Um, so I hit on gameplay, hit on sound. I think I'm ready to give it a score. Is there anything else I should hit on, guys? I feel like um, I haven't been talking that much. I do have a fun question before you get into yeah. the score. 
So you said you were going through all the worlds, trying to like perfect it and everything. Yes. Are you going to get the secret that I wish I had in Super Mario 64? I don't know what the secret is. You don't know what the secret Oh. Are you going to spoil it for me? I mean, don't, I can. Don't spoil it. I mean, you can spoil it for me. It's been, it's what JP said two years. After two years, you might as well spoil it. All right, all right. So what was the biggest speculation, the biggest conspiracy theory in Super Mario 64 in the Boo like the boo courtyard l is real l is real in super mario galaxy and when i had this on my wii i actually got a hundred percent of all of the stars and you get to play as luigi you get to do the whole game again as luigi Luigi. does he have the the flutter jump like not Uh, yeah he does he does have the floater jump good 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 yep so i i thought that was really cool thank you yeah 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 but yeah, so are you gonna go? Are you gonna go for hundred percent to play as Luigi, where I can't in Super Mario sixty four? <laughs> I I might dabble. Um, I'm gonna definitely finish Mario sixty four and Sunshine before I do that, though. Hmm. Does that makes yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Good luck going back in time, though. I played start to finish, and you guys are going back in time. You're gonna have a hard time with sixty four. Let me tell you. No, yeah, I did that wall jump one. I know I know exactly what you mean. I Mario 64 is not forgiving. It is not. And so with that, this team originally got a 97. Ooh. I mean, wow. that's like that's like the highest score you can give a game. I mean, I think I think Breath of the Wild almost had a 98 until one viewer, one reviewer gave it a really low score because he's a salty loser. <laughs> um, I can't remember what his name was, but it was just like like he marked it off for some of the dumbest things. Like he really was just a salty loser. And so it brought Breath of Wild down to a 97. I think 97 is the highest you can give a game. I mean, I, I don't think I know of very many 98s, 99s, or 100s. So I'd say that Mario Galaxy is one of the best games of all time. It holds up fabulously today, especially when they got rid of those motion controls. I definitely would keep it at 97. Um, and yeah. I'm definitely a biased Nintendo gamer. With that being said, that's that's my Galaxy review. Guys, what an absolute pleasure of a game to play. I mean, I have been just so ecstatic to get a little bit of that nostalgia back. These games hold up by today's standards really, really well. It's been really fun to play this. And more than anything, it's been really fun to play this with you guys at the same time and just talking about it. Absolutely. And be competitive and talk some trash. I know Zar is making me feel pretty bad. Hey, Zar won. Zar won. I beat 64 before any of you beat your game. Okay, 64 is definitely the shortest. Just saying. Oh, no. That's uh, no, that's Sunshine. 64 has 15 courses. Sunshine has like seven. Okay, hold on. How many does Galaxy? I feel like Galaxy is pretty long. Galaxy is mean, definitely the longest. I beat Sunshine in about eight hours. Well, shit, guys, Sounds I didn't pick right. the wrong game. No, I was going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I am Boo Boo the Fool. Are you Shout Boo-Boo out to Asante. Shout out to Asante. <laughs> Asante does not listen to the podcast. Oh, we'll send it his way. Let him know he's in the pod. Maybe he'll start listening and supporting me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, oh, 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 uh, oh, oh, what? oh, 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 Ah. <laughs> you go, JP. You go, JP. You go. You go. I was gonna say. All right, boys. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. I advise everybody who's listening to this: if you need a little taste of happiness because 2020 has been the worst year ever, give this game a go. It's so fun. Yeah, and you better pick it up before March. Yeah, because March it's gonna be taken off of. You won't be able to pick it up anymore from anywhere. March 31st, unless you buy it used from someone, I guess. But and you know they're gonna be mean about it. 
Oh yeah, because those physical copies, I mean, it's already hard to find physical copies, period. I had to digitally download this. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I've been sticking with the digital downloads for my Switch. Um, I'm saving my gaming collection for Xbox. Fair enough. I beat some guy at Best Buy up for it, so. <laughs> you did get a physical edition, huh? I did. I managed to find one. Ooh. Good for you, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to buy it from me, let me know. $200,000. Woof. Daddy, Daddy's got to buy his new house. Help me out. Help me out. <laughs> Daddy needs a new house. Yep. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. If you liked what you heard, why not follow us on social media? You can find us on Twitter at the Game Tea Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at the Game Tea Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at the Game Tea Podcast.